0: Brad here with Encompass Purpose. Today we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're you know in America we're in one of the most prosperous times we've ever been in, but yet we're in one of the most stressful times. Uh, one of the most times we're having the most mental illness. We're so overstimulated, and we've we've went down really this wrong path, and so. We're going to first talk about why aren't we doing better and then talk about many diverse things and we'll talk about how to fix it. First, you know, the biggest problem I think we have is our stuff. We love to consume these huge amounts of stuff and we think that's going to really help us. And, you know, it's just inundated us. We see it from the time we get up To the time we go to bed, where everybody on Facebook, everybody on social media, everybody on TikTok is buying all these cars and houses and boats and all these new clothes. And so we think that's what we're supposed to do. And we consume this huge amount of stuff and we chase this materialism trying to find happiness. And it never will. But we continually do it because we've been inundated with ads that tell us if we keep buying that it'll make us happy. So let's give it some thought. How many shirts or blouses do you really need to make you happy? Now think about what's in your closet and maybe you don't have many. Maybe you have six or ten shirts but most of us and I'm speaking to some people I know that uh I know have probably a hundred shirts or blouses and I know some still have tags on them and some you'll never wear. How many do you need to make you feel happy? And I know it gives you certain signals to your brain when you buy them but how long did that last? And Was it worth the 30 or 60 or 100 or 200 dollars That you spent on that to go home, put it on a hanger, and never look at it again. Or maybe you look at it when you grab a different shirt. How many shoes do you need? There's seven days in a week. You probably wear the same shoes at least two, three days a week. So how many shoes do you need? Do you really need as many shoes as you have? And was it worth all the money you spent on them shoes? How about your house? Everybody's obsessed now with these huge houses. I remember I'm 54, so when I was young, the mansions of then are just regular homes of today. We keep getting bigger and bigger homes. How big a home do you need? And say you get this huge home that you've always wanted. Does it really make you that much happier than the Rambler you started out in? Does it really make you that much happier? How many homes do you need? Maybe you have multiple homes. How many homes can you live in at one time? How many do you want to take care of? How much stress do you want paying for all these homes? It increases all your bills the bigger these homes get. How many cars do you need? You drive one car. Maybe your spouse drives another car. How many cars do you need, and does that car really make you? For instance, does that car, if it was a nice five thousand dollar car, why are you driving a fifty or seventy five thousand or a hundred thousand dollar car? What does that say about you, and does it really make you happier than that five thousand dollar car? We're told it does for people. For a short time, it may. For many people, it means very little. What we do is, in society, we've been hammered with this stuff. And it's totally changed us. All that matters is material things and being politically correct. Many people now feed off a drama and gossip. And that's perfectly fine as long as you're politically correct. We're overstimulated and we live on remote control rather than thinking for ourselves in a conscious state and staying in the present. And that's perfectly fine as long as you're politically correct. You just cannot offend anybody. You can have all kinds of drama and you can do all these silly things. You can gossip. You cannot stay true to your word. Word... You know, handshake used to uh, mean something to people. Now it means very little. You know, you're almost shocked when people keep their word. And that's okay, as long as you're politically correct. Now, why did all this start? It started, uh, you know, in the 70s. The average consumer seeing 500 ads per day. Now we see upwards of 5,000 ads per day. And how much time do you spend on television per month? How much time do you spend on your phone, on video games? How much money do you spend on your phones? How much money do you spend on coffee? How much money do you spend at the bars or on alcohol or weed how much money do you spend on restaurants each month or week? Now give that some thought. If you're buying something, ask yourself, will this bring value to my life? You know, that's something we just quit asking ourselves. We just consume and buy. You know, we you know that instant dopamine hit or that, you know, this'll make me feel good for a split second, so I'm gonna buy it. And what happens is we buy that, and it doesn't bring value to our life. It gets thrown in the backseat of our car, and sometimes it it never even makes it into the house. And that impacts other things. How much money do you give to charities and church or people in need? There is an instruction long ago, and we haven't paid attention to it. Romans 2.12 says, Do not be conformed to this world. But be transformed by renewing your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And let's not even talk about improving, really. Let's just talk about curbing some of our stupidity. We've bought into the advertising and marketing so much, we've just been consumed by it. And it doesn't help us grow. It doesn't make us feel fulfilled. It doesn't give us anything long term. It doesn't give us love. And most of us are just walking around wasting our time consuming material goods. Now, think about this. The average American spends two and a half to three hours every day watching TV. And according to a 2021 report, adults... In the United States, spend an average of 485 minutes or 8 hours and 5 minutes per day on digital media. A January 2022 survey found that 25% of U.S. adults age 18 to 34 spend 3 to 6 hours per week playing video games. Now... Add 40 to 70 hours a week for your job. Now, where does that leave people you love? Your relationships? Your family? How about your education? Things to help you improve yourself. Where does that leave time for God? For Jesus? Where does that leave time to give others and help others and serve others? Let's think about that. Let's think about what we're doing to feed ourselves every day, to make our life great. We've bought into this stupid marketing, and we've bought into it. (laughs) We have paid for it in full, and we keep doing it every day. How is it possible? You know, what we need to do now is start using our mind. And that's what we'll talk about next. So I guess what you have to ask yourself is, what is your meaning? What's your primary motivation for life? Is it to put what you're eating on Facebook all the time or what you're drinking or a clever quote you thought of or a cute outfit you're in and take a picture of yourself or is it something meaningful and to... Really make a difference in life. To leave a legacy for yourself. I would say today there's a lack of awareness of meaning of a life worth living. And an inner emptiness, a void. And it's within a lot of people. And they're caught in a situation and you have to find that, fix that void. Find a way... To find your meaning of life. Find your purpose. You have to really declare responsibility for yourself and the potential for your life. And stress the meaning of your life and what it could be and your thoughts. And take responsibility for your thoughts and your mind and that you control what you buy. You control what you do. You control every aspect of your life, and that's where it all starts. It's not that the marketers make, and it's not the choices you see on TV. You control all aspects of your life. So what are you going to do? Are you going to keep being part of the machine and just keep going along to go along? Are you going to keep taking the easy roads and seeing the ads for... uh the self-help that's easy to go along with and go and take the footpath and say it's self-help? Or are you going to take the hard roads? Are you going to cut back on TV a little bit and maybe get a coach or a mentor and uh, start doing the hard thing? Are you going to cut back a little bit on the uh, internet and phone time and take that class that you've been putting off the last few years And start educating yourself to get to that next level. Are you going to take and cut back a little bit on the video games and get that second job to pay down them credit cards, to pay down that debt for all the stuff you bought that you didn't need so that you can get ahead? Are you going to take all that stuff you don't really need and maybe sell some of it to create a cash flow so that you can get ahead. Maybe what you want to do is sell that $70,000 SUV and buy that $5,000 SUV so that you can worry about schooling or worry about not having to have that job that you hate every morning and worry about what you want to do. Your meaning for life, your purpose for life might not have to be a career. It might be traveling the world and helping people, but you can't do that because you've strapped yourself into this today's society and today's way of thinking where you have the $70,000 SUV and the $600,000 house, and you can't go and help people because you're strapped every month, paycheck to paycheck, even though you make incredible money because you want to live like the people you don't like so that you can impress them for no apparent reason because you never have them over, you never talk to them. But you want to live like. How about if you sell everything. You get an apartment. And you live life exactly the way you want to live. You go and help people the way you want to live. Maybe you even cut back on work. If that's not your purpose and your meaning. You cut back to three days a week. And you volunteer two days a week. Maybe that's your purpose. You have to start thinking for yourself and stop this subconscious thinking in this way of just living as you see it on social media and on television. I cannot tell you how many people I know that hate their life and then they work till they're 65, 68 They've totally destroyed 65 to 68 years of their life to live a few years the way they've wanted to. That makes absolutely no sense. But they've bought into this whole thing that they've been told to buy into. How about if you go and take responsibility for your life? Take responsibility for your thoughts. Take responsibility for what you want to do. And live life on your own terms. How about if you take responsibility for your education? You take responsibility for what you should be doing. You take responsibility for your time management. That is one of the biggest things I see is people, I do not have time. As I discussed earlier, you waste your time, you waste your priorities, and that's why you do not have your time. So if we take and just reprioritize to what we really want to do, my God, my wife, my family, that's priorities. Then you can go into the other things that are my priorities. I'm called to help people, and that's what I want to do. I'm not called to go and run corporations anymore and work 80 hours a week and be stressed out And do all that. Can I do that? Yeah, sure I can. But it's not what I'm called to do. It's not what I want to do. And it's not what I'm going to do. Why would I do it? To have that $700,000 house that I don't want? To have that $100,000 SUV I don't want? I don't have anybody to impress besides myself. And I don't want to impress myself. I want to serve others. And I know a lot of people don't understand that about me. A lot of people don't understand how I'm not money motivated. But, you know, every morning I wake up and before my feet touch the ground, I pray and thank God and give gratitude. And I can tell you I am so much happier than most people. And it's so funny, you know, I talk about it. and I have coaches and my coaches have coaches. But I see a lot of people in the coaching arena, the spa arena, the self-help arena that are in it just for the money. And to me now it's getting to be funny because they're in it for the, I guess not to really help people, but to help the people that don't want to be helped, to help the people that just want the easy way out. And that's where it becomes funny to me. The people that don't really want to give the effort but want to say they're giving the effort kind of the people that want to go to Starbucks and then want to go and visit their coach and not get a lot accomplished not have to hold their feet to the fire so to speak or be accountable or responsible you know we were just talking about this you know in this area there's uh, drug courts and DWI courts And uh, veterans courts, things like that. And some people are down on that. But you know, the funny thing is, not all people, some people just go through the motions to get through it. But some people really catch on. And some people really change your life through that process. You know, and how many people nowadays will not even get mentors and coaches out in the real world that could, that should that need to. I don't think there's any right to criticize anybody because most people will not. There's people all over Facebook that want to take 50 pictures of themselves a day putting on this fake scenario that they're doing great that don't have coaches that don't have mentors that are not doing great, but they want to hold themselves up. It's time to humble ourselves. It's time to stop worrying about being politically correct and start worrying about the handshakes again. Stop worrying about being the number one person. I've been in meetings where I've gotten thrown under the bus so bad and it doesn't bother me because I have a saying I love, truth and time tells all. I had one person... Um, I worked with or worked for, totally lied in a meeting, and came up with this thing. She made herself look great, threw me under the bus, and all I could do was smile because I knew the truth was going to come out at some time. It has, and doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter because truth and time tells all, and am I politically correct? No, and it gets me into trouble. It does get me into trouble because I speak the truth. But I think more people need to speak the truth. I think more people need to do handshakes and look people in the eye and mean it. And I think more people need to get back to just the basics. We need to work on improving ourselves and not worry about others. We need to worry about what we want to do and not what others want us to do. We need to worry about what we want for our lives and not what others want for our lives. We need to worry about what we want to drive from point A to point B and not what we think we should be driving. So if Julie sees us, she'll be impressed by what we're driving. We need to worry about what we want to do to make us happy. What's going to make you happy on Tuesday morning every week? What's going to make you happy every week? What's going to make you happy every month? What's going to make you happy all year long? What's going to make you realize your family is so important and not your job? What's going to make you realize your house does not matter? Your family matters. What's going to make you realize nothing's going to make you happy and fulfilled until you have a personal relationship with God? What is going to bring you back to make you focus on what really matters? We have gotten so far away, and, and it's been intentional. If you look, it's been very intentional. On how marketing has done this over the decades. Because it's worked. We spend money on the most idiotic things. And it has not brought happiness. It's brought misery. Look at the divorce rates. Look at how unhappy our children are. Look at our stress levels. Look at our anxiety levels. Look at our depression levels. There is a new study out that one in two are having mental health issues. That's crazy. It's true, but it's crazy. We have caused that. Nobody else. We have caused that by our greed. We have caused that by our overstimulation. We have caused that by getting away from what really matters. Material things are never going to bring us happiness. We bring us happiness, and we have forgot that. Nothing will bring us happiness until we bring us happiness. Once you bring yourself happiness, nobody can take that away from you. It's like sometimes people say that words can hurt you. Yeah, words can hurt you, but you can't let words destroy you because if you let words destroy you, that means you can let anybody anywhere destroy you. Do not let that happen. It's important to have a base for yourself of happiness where emotions are down a little bit, where you have an even kill, where you are a person that is in control, not your emotions. You are the one that decides how you wake up, how happy you are, how fulfilled you are, How great your family life is. How great your relationships are. Not what you buy. Not what you put on. Not what you drive. Not where you live. Not how big your house is. Not what's in your checking account. None of that matters. Some of the poorest people on earth are some of the happiest people on earth. Until we get back to quitting this stupidity of I'm not going to be happy until I have an 8,000 square foot house and a $100,000 SUV sitting in the driveway next to two other $200,000 SUVs. You're going to be miserable. You're going to drink too much. You're going to have drug problems. You're going to have depression problems, anxiety problems, stress problems. Your kids are going to act up. Your kids are going to have issues. Stop. Get back to the fundamentals you make yourself happy you are the ones that can improve yourself you have goals you have priorities you're the ones that can make it for yourselves if you have any questions call me 573-286-5625 until next time Brad Berg at Encompass Purpose